And we're back with another episode of the GSP. Yes. I haven't said that in so long. (laughs) (laughs) Did it feel good? It did. You only haven't said it in like two episodes. No, I haven't. How long? It's been like a month or so, I think. Wow. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about obeying God's word. This is a deep one. Yes, because this is one of the hardest ones. Like, you know, we talked about applying God's word. We talked about speaking it, but now we're talking about walking it out. That's a whole nother level of life. Yeah, because I think it when we talked about applying God's word, it's pretty similar to this, um, applying God's word to our lives. But... It's kind of hard when you're talking about obedience, right? Mm. So, like, the application process, I feel like, is similar to obedience, but it's a little bit easier. What do you think, Hunter? I think obedience is hard because it requires you to die to yourself. Mm. It's saying that I don't know more than God, so I'm going to follow him. I'm going to have faith in him. I'm going to trust that what he says is good for me. I'm going to have trust that his word is true, that he is not a man, that he shall lie, and that I can put my full faith and trust in his hands. I can do what he tells me to do without thinking about it. Of course, you know, you might have some like, you might be hesitant, you might have some doubts, you might feel like, okay, I'm a little nervous, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. But obedience is better than sacrifice. Mm. Obedience is greater than sacrifice. Mm. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. So even if you're obeying him without faith, if you're doing something and you're constantly thinking like, but I don't really think it's going to work. God, I'm doing what you're doing, but I don't really know if you know what you're doing. It is important to also have a heart posture of obedience. So it's tied to way more than the action, but also so attached to what your heart posture is. Yeah. In order to be obedient, it takes true surrenderance. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of Christians that are not obedient to God's mm-hmm. word. And so for me, I get real technical with this stuff because I take it very serious. I feel like if you're not if you don't live a life where you're obedient to God's word, then technically you're not a Christian because you're not following Christ. Like, mm-hmm. What are you doing? Lord. What are you saved from? You ain't saved from nothing. You still your old self. The Bible says that those that are in Christ are new creatures. If you've never became a new creature, if you never obey God's word, if you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit, you do not belong to God. Mm. Period. You can associate yourself with a group of people. You can claim that you are a part of a, of a group. But at the end of the day, if you've never been initiated, you were never a part of it. So it's so important to understand that number one, you got to be filled with the Holy Spirit in order to obey because in order order to obey, you must have the Holy Spirit who gives you the strength and conviction of your sins. And so I want to read the definition of obedience. The definition of obedience says compliance with an order, request, or law, or submission to another's authority. Mm -hmm. So we think about compliance, right? We're surrendering our own will. We're surrendering what we want to do. We're surrendering our own desires. And that is hard Mm -hmm. because as flesh in this world, We have desires, Mm -hmm. plenty of them, okay? I got enough for me and for you, (laughs) all right? And so sometimes we have to submit our desires unto God so that not only are we being obedient, but we're also allowing room, we're making room for his will to come to pass for our lives. And so 
that was the definition of obedience. And now going back to apply, right? Because uh, two weeks ago, we talked about applying God's word. Now apply is to be applicable, applicable or relevant, right? So again, you can be associating yourself with this group. You know what I'm saying? Right. You could be making the, the word, you could be making Christianity relevant to your life by, what's an example? You're applying the word of God. You can apply the fruits of the spirit mm-hmm. easily. Like you can work on that. You can try to intentionally work on that yourself. Right. You know what I mean? And that's good. I feel like that's something we should do. But it's different when you're just trying to do something on your own. And then when you're like, when you're applying it on your own, that's di- that's the difference right there. You're applying it. You're making it relevant to your life. And then it's different from when you have to obey a command. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also want to read this scripture um, that goes along with what you said and what we we're um, talking about. James 1 21. It says, therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your soul. So, again, like going back to receiving the word of God and applying it, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. Mm -hmm. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in the mirror for he observes himself goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work this one will be blessed in what he does mm. That's good. Yeah. Because like when we don't obey God's word, it's like we're choosing ourselves. We're choosing our own way. And God will at a point after a while, he's like, okay, I'm gonna let you have your way. Like a parent who's like, don't touch that fire. Don't touch that fire. Don't touch that fire. And then they see you walking to me like, all right, go ahead. You're gonna burn yourself. And when you get burned, you be like, oh my God. And like, well, I told you. Don't touch that fire. But that's what happens when we step outside of God's will. God's will is his word. God's will is that we follow him, that we trust him enough to obey his word. And when we don't do that, of course, it it makes him feel sad. Of course, it, he doesn't want to see us suffer, but he has to allow us to walk through our own experiences in a way where we have to learn. And some lessons are very expensive in ways where we should not even have to pay that type of cost. Jesus already paid the cost. He pay for your sins and all you have to do is be obedient to him because he he paid it all already why mm-hmm. have to go through the same resurrection crucifixion twice if you don't have to yeah. God already was on the cross he already was crucified why have to be crucified for a sin that you didn't have to commit Jesus took it all already he paid it all mm, that's good and I think too is is good for us to emphasize not only obeying the word of God as in the holy bible um being not only a hearer but a doer but also obeying the the revelatory word right mm-hmm. so the rhema so not just the logos what you read but the rhema the revelate the revelation that you get from the word whatever god is speaking directly to you mm-hmm. right because i can read the word and hunter can read the word and we get two different things and that's what the rhema word is is that revelation part two the understanding is that is that revelation part to the to the text but the logos is what we're both going to see 
And so it's so important to make sure that we're being obedient to the revelation. We're being obedient to the things that God is revealing to us, even outside of our own doings, even when we're not praying, even when we're not um, reading the word of God. Sometimes God will just drop things in your spirit. Like you have to obey those things on top of the things that you're doing or the things that he's saying while you're praying and while you're reading. And then on top of what the word of God says. Now, that sounds like a lot, but it's not. Promise me. Just keep it simple. Obey God's word and it'll serve you well in the end. So it's really important that we understand, like Hunter said, obedience is better than sacrifice. God desires for us to obey his every command. He looks at us as an army. We're like soldiers. When the chief or the sergeant says left foot, right foot, you know, best believe them soldiers are in line turn it at the exact moment that the sergeant says something and that's how we should be with obeying God's word. Um, I used to play cards against humanity and I can no longer play that game. Like before it did not convict me to play this game cards against humanity. But one day I was reading my Bible. I can't necessarily remember exactly what I was reading but I felt convicted in the middle of me reading the I passage. I remember that. Yeah. And I was just like wow. I think it was about like like speaking life and it was about like I don't know if I was reading about power line within the power of the tongue but it was something along the lines of me um, protecting my temple and, and and what goes out of it and what comes in it and as I was sitting there and thinking about how I literally just got finished playing that game I thought about all of the foul things that came out of my mouth and I thought about all of the stuff that I was then meditating on or thinking about that I said or that we laughed about in the game and I could no longer do that but for me in that moment my revelatory word was that you can't play this game anymore because it does not glorify mm-hmm. me and for someone else they may not have gotten that right there. I didn't get it because right, you still played everybody was still playing it and I remember like we were gonna play and you were like yeah I can't play that anymore and I was like what girl what are you talking about you yeah. like, I just can't like I feel convicted and I was like oh but God didn't give me that same conviction right and so that's why it's important there will be some things that are not in the text right But if God convicts you, it is sin for you, Mm -hmm. right? And the Bible even says that what is what convicts you is sin for you. Your convictions are the things that you need to steer away from. So if God is saying to you, don't drink wine, do not drink wine. You may have a friend that drinks wine and thinks it's okay, But look, God has not dealt with that person yet or told them that specific thing. You need to do what God is telling you, even if you don't see it in the text. But this is the important thing. Understanding who God is. So going back to the first episode of this month when we talked about applying God's word we talked about that Jesus is the word we talked about how the word is God's character understanding God's word so that you're able to easily discern your thoughts from God's voice because if God is telling you something that may not be written in the text you want to make sure that you know it's God Mm -hmm. because Satan speaks to us too and then our thoughts run rapid so you need to know like okay wait I just heard God speak to me and he said X, Y, Z I need to obey that and your friend may not get it your family member may not get it they may not see anything wrong with it just like cards of humanity I didn't see anything wrong with it but Hunter did because that was her personal conviction of what the Lord showed her so you have to follow your personal conviction you have to obey God's word for your life and also the written in text that he has made standard for everyone. And that that will happen time and time again. You know, as time goes on, there will be new things, you know, that he shows you. And it's like, 
God says that he will not keep any good thing from you. So if he's telling you specifically, don't do something, just listen and don't do it. And also match it up with the word of God. Again, if you're hearing a voice and you're conflicted about, okay, is this God or is this V or is this Satan? Then you need to go back to the word of God and say like, okay, does this even align with what he said in the past? Is this how God talks? But the only way you know how he talks is if you're reading his word. Yeah, that's true. That's really true. And it can be simple things like, for example, it could be like, go back to school, right? right? Like you can hear something like, you need to go back to school. And then you're like, wow, is that me or is that God? Right. And so that's the key is going to be you establishing your own personal relationship with God. Because for me, like I learned how God speaks to me. I know how he speaks to me in the same way he speaks to me is not going to be the way that he speaks to you all or the right. way that he speaks to Hunter. And so... Or it may be, but not all the time. And so I know that the way that he speaks to me and sometimes I will get a really, really strong urge to do something. It will feel like an urgency in my spirit. And I will just know like this is what the Lord has for me to do. But if you don't know what that feels like, if you can't really discern when God is speaking to you, you're going to have a hard time in making decisions and a hard time in obeying his voice because you're not going to know it's you. It's him. Amen. So again, read his word, apply his word, speak his word, meditate on his word so that you can obey his word. Get to know the word. Get to know Jesus. Get to know how he sounds, how he talks, how he thinks. Match it up with your life. Use the Bible as a mirror. Use it as your personal mirror. And the text when it was saying that not doing God's word is like observing your own face in the mirror. That's because when you don't observe the word of God, that is what you're doing. You're looking at your yourself for guidance. You're looking at yourself for self-righteousness. And when you're looking at God's word, you're also looking in the mirror, but you're looking at the face of God. You're looking at God in all of what he is and who he is and how you match up to him. Amen. I think that basically sums it all up. The importance of obeying God's word. When you obey God's word, you are destined to succeed in this life. I don't care what it is in this lifetime. As long as you follow the voice of God, you will be okay. Mm -hmm. You will be okay. The Bible says, you know, no matter which way that you turn, there will always be a voice in your ear saying, this is the way that you shall go. And so when you pray to God and you ask him for strategy, you ask him which way that you shall go. He will answer you and there will be times that you don't pray and God will give you an answer. Just make sure that you're obedient because it's so much harder to make up for that loss. It's so much harder to make up for that mistake when you could have just done it from the beginning. It's so much harder to obey once you already have been disobedient. Yeah. So just obey from the jump and everything will be fine. Stay in position, y'all. And that's it. Until next time, make sure you are following us at Official God Sisters on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have any questions, y'all, we want to open up Q&A for the end of our podcast episodes. Make sure that you are sending us questions through our DMs on Instagram. That's where we are more than likely, um, more than Facebook. Send us DMs with your questions and we'll make sure to answer them at the end of each podcast episode. Until next time.